0: Welcome back, Crush a Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, back from a full rotation of the Earth. Kalina from Miami, you're back. Kalina, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you very much
0: for asking. Yeah, we we were you were gone for one for one episode. We had Sir Love Date in. That's going to be the format, folks. We told you things changes were going to come. We're going to drop two episodes a week. One episode mean Kalina. With some of the dopest artists, producers in the game, per usual, what you're used to, and then me and Sir Love Day getting the internet mad with our comment, with our with our thoughts and opinions about things. Thank you for the hate mail that I already got from the last episode. I appreciate Your, it. Um, people really got offended. People
1: keep
0: me out of all that. Keep Kalina out of it. That's why she's not tagged in those things. This is. You could come <laughs> at God. me. Um, and yeah, so go check out. my, th- we had some, uh, introspective thought on, on, on Kobe and hip hop and how that's synonymous. We had some thoughts about Raekwon that weren't popular. We had some thoughts about Redman that weren't popular. Hey, if you put out stuff that's not great, we're going to say so. So it's okay. But in this case, we have some good stuff that came out recently. No co-signs, just cocaine three from our man Ty Ferris. One of the best releases so far. Welcome to the show. Ty, how are you? All is
2: well, man. Appreciate that. All is well.
0: It was good to have you on the show.
1: We got a little little bit curious. You know, we had seen you around for a little bit, so we wanted to kind of tap in with you and see where you're at right now with this project and and beyond. You know, there's so many questions we have, and it's not very common for us to have somebody from Detroit, you know, so let's...
0: Let's go. Let's go right there. What is what is Detroit hip hop? Because mainstream audience might think of Detroit hip hop as just Eminem or maybe even yeah. Big Big Those kind of the two big names that we hear. But we have some like a la, Apollo Brown did a nice uh, tribute to Detroit recently, yeah, with his project. What is the Detroit hip hop sound?
1: Or you know for what? you or for you what does it sound like for you so other people don't know what is it for you
2: yeah, you know it's, it's going to be a crazy answer but uh, I, I really don't know it's such, a, it's so many different sounds within the city so you know I'm really one of the only ones to, to make the music that I make sound wise sonically uh, and then it's Detroit hip hop whereas it feels like Dilla you know what I'm saying it feels like Dilla so you got Guilty Simpson then you got a whole branch of artists that makes beats and songs that feels like, you know, I almost want to feel like early, late nineties hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Real, real, like what we do, is what I do is boom bad, but it's like, it's just different. I, it's hard for me to explain it. I'm not going to try. Uh, Mine is more street though. I, I can tell you that for the hip hop thing. It's more street,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, but it's a lot of different, different, you know, paths of hip hop here. I've, Apollo Brown got his thing and it's, that's a boom bap, but it's, you know, isn't that aggressively a street? Isn't that street like that? So, you know, it's, it's I don't know. Y- y- y'all guess as good as mine.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, th- well then with that being said, yeah. who would you say are people who you grew up listening to who kind of have molded the way that you sound or, or things that you thoroughly really enjoy?
2: Uh, you just talk, you talking about locally or just in general?
1: Yeah, in general, things that made you growing up or
2: or whatever, you know. Uh, the first one is always Scarface. Uh, I rode around with my uncles, and that's all they played was ghetto boys. So uh, Scarface and then it was Styles P. Uh, you know, I was like one of these, like a lot of people didn't listen. We was, I was getting frowned upon because they used to say I, I rap like a New York guy. I'm thinking, I'm like, I just rap like the people I listen to. That's what, like Detroit is like that. They used to call me like, "Yo, he's trying to be like New York." We had punchlines back in the day, like Cassidy and shit like that. So uh, yeah, Scarface. And then as I got a little bit older, into it was it was Styles Peak. Styles Peak, the show.
1: Yeah, Scarface uh, definitely very underrated in a lot of music and doesn't get a lot of respect. I don't know why, but I guess to me it just means people really weren't tuned in to Scarface. It, he. Totally different
2: level. His his pen is incredible. His pen and storytelling is incredible.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm East Coast bias. Yeah. So I like my music to make me uncomfortable. Um, that's the that's the landscape of Brooklyn for me. I like uh, I like my music to be like either I'm mugging or I'm getting mugged. One of the two. I don't know which one. <laughs> But I, you know, I I in my and if I do like more of the upbeat music, I like my house party, hip hop, bad boy type stuff. I do like that stuff. But generally speaking, yes. I like to be uncomfortable, and your music makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. In all the good ways. Like it's, it's yeah. dark and dreary. It should be yeah. re- only released in October or November when it's appropriate. It's not summertime weather. You will only play it in summertime if you want to chase off the gentrified neighborhood people yeah. who are trying to eliminate the bodegas. That's what you that's what you're playing for. They could be uncomfortable. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do this summer just to make sure my neighborhood stays still stays hood. Um Man, that's great. when you're thinking <laughs> about putting together a project, especially with um Uh, No cosines, just cocaine. There's a, it's, it seems like you're bringing in some of the most incredible talents into these projects. You got Stu, you got a bunch of people. We love Stu and Stu is really, really doing some amazing work. Like he's really imaginative. How do you piece together an album like that? How do you, cause we're learning that and it's not easy. We're like, how do we have these conversations with people? Like we're not feeling this. Can you do this? Like, how do you put this together to have that, this wonderful presentation?
2: Uh, man, you know, I'm very meticulous, man. I, I I go through thousands of beats, you know what I'm saying? And I, I recorded probably double the amount of songs for each project. You know what I'm saying? So it's always easy for me to give out bonus tracks on, you know, physicals. But, uh, it's just about the soundscape, man. It got to, it got to feel like the, what I'm saying. It, it has to feel like no cosine, just cocaine. If that makes any sense, the beat has to feel that way. And I, I developed this sound. And Stu is one of the main ones. Cause uh, on the first one I did, uh, we did the song called Dirt Naps. Yep. That was my first time doing a song with Stu. And, uh, funny story about that, I just posted it. Crime Apple was supposed to be originally on that, and yeah, he didn't do it. Whatever the case, but uh, yeah, it was a certain sound and feeling. I, the response I got from it was crazy, so I was like, "All right." The first one, I just put the—I didn't have no intention of it growing like this. So the second time around, I'm thinking like, "Okay, I, I, I know I could soundscape it a little bit better this time." And then this one is like—it blew both of the last ones away. Like the response I'm getting is—I can't. I'm, I'm I'm so happy. Let me say that I'm so appreciative. I think, you know? like,
1: well, I think we can tell. I think yeah. yes, I think <laughs> we can tell that it was just put together in such yeah. a way. I guess it's like oh, you learn from the first yeah. couple of hours, you're like all right. Well, this is my sound, so I feel like in this one, yeah, zoned in. I mean, you, yeah, it, and I guess I guess I can assume working with Stu, you we were able to work with him again and be on yeah. the same page.
2: Yeah. So yeah, me and Stu, we go back and forth. Like uh, we actually been working on joints forever like so the two joints that's on the project was actually going to be a part of me and his EP and he's like man let's just wait let's I'm like man I need these joints for this project so that's why I did a swap for him and did the first track on his project open the lane so he's like man give me one I'm like all right bring it I so we exchanged on that uh but yeah man uh like Bozak Morris those two tracks we was finishing the EP uh we was doing we was starting the EP and uh he went into some health issue or some some stuff, and then uh, he was in the process of finishing El Caminos stuff. So he's like, "Man, just put those out." I say, "All right." I knew, I knew one of t- I knew the the uh, no receipt, uh, no return joint was incredible. I was like, we should, "We should hold this." Like, no man, put it out. We could do it again. So I followed his lead and did that. So yeah.
0: It's it's a it's an amazing project. So congratulations on on that. Appreciate it. It seems like you caught the perfect timing. There's this is obviously there's a wonderful movement going on in the underground scene. The whole game yeah. is being lifted, and there's it's wonderful. in in it's it's wonderful. There's yeah. also obviously we got to keep our eyes on things, make sure the the big medias don't contaminate the waters too much. We want people <laughs> to get paid. We don't want yeah. people to work nine to fives and then do hip hop on the side. We want right. all those things. We, we, yeah. we get it and we're going to support that. How how do you, yeah. when you, when you're crafting, how much of it is just like you want to do this music versus, how do you make music that actually, uh, sells? Because what we found in talking to people is that there's almost two different mindsets. It's like you put out your albums in the way you want to. It's marketable mm-hmm. to your, to your audience. And then there's right. how do you get a bigger audience? But maybe you may have to compromise your sound, which didn't happen on this album. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. But it, it, how it, do you avoid that? Happen. Is there pressure for that?
2: Nah, it'll never happen. I'm happy with like if I if I can just gradually grow and continue to do the music that I wanna do, uh, I'm I'm perfectly fine, man. And, you know, I've been through the situations of trying to chase deals down and, you know, paperwork and you know, it's just man, I just wanna be in control of my own destiny and that I would never my sound is gonna stay like this. You ain't gotta ever worry about it changing it. and uh I own everything, all my masters and everything. Like I'm The independent artist, you know, I'm an independent artist for real. So I'm not changing my sound. And if I can just gradually grow, because I just thinking basically, man, people just really getting. I mean, I've been out around, but it's like it's I just got so many new fans within this last three weeks off of a project. So if I can continue to grow like that, I'm perfectly fine. I'm always have merch ready. Like I'm a real, you know, I do real good with merch. You know what I'm saying? So I'm perfectly fine with this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. I think that being an independent artist entails so much work and a lot of detail and just a lot of hustling. And I think that at least, you know, the people that we talk to or we interview, it's the same for them. You know, it's the same independent artist. It takes a lot of work, a lot of your own money, a lot of time. So, you know, we can definitely hear it and we can see it. And we've seen yeah. your audience grow too. So we're like, you know, yeah. let's, let's talk with them, let's see what. Yeah. All
2: of them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, like of, right now, I'm looking at boxes of uh, CDs and stuff like that. Like, I do everything. I mix, master, edit, record myself. My mic is right here. I do everything myself. Like, and going back mm-hmm. to the timing of this, I was going to say, I had this project done since October, but I've I seen some releases coming out. I'm like, man, I don't want to try to go head to head with that <laughs> release right now. You know? <laughs> I mean, facts. So like, it's all about timing. You got to time your
1: projects. Yeah, yeah. too
2: Everybody else, let's go. Let's yeah, do- so <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't about to go head to head with a few releases, so I was like, man, I'm gonna just wait till the New Year. My birthday was New Year's Eve, so I was like, I'm just gonna start rolling it
0: out then. So let's yeah. avoid any big ghost releases. They <laughs> seem to get a lot of attention. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, but the end of the year was crazy. It was like back yeah. to back to back to back to back to back to back. And
2: man, I, I'm I, watching it,
0: and I like, couldn't, oh, and I'm I'm so couldn't so I couldn't even catch up. And I listen all the time, (laughs) one because of the show, two for my entertainment reason, and I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep up. And I'm still like Mooch dropped like three albums in the the span of like like, five weeks.
1: And I'm oh, like,
0: sure. I'm like this. And I'm like, okay, if Damn. I get another Ito project, I can't listen to any more Ito. Give me some space. Like, I love the circle.
2: like I love the circle.
0: And Wally Clark did awesome. Um, I thought it was a phenomenal project, but I'm like, I don't want another one. And then I see today, it's like, wait, Ito and Alchemist? Like, come on, let me give me a chance to digest. <laughs> hey, and, hey and hustle, know, man, he hugs. And I'm going to get it. I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Is there, is there like, there's this interesting thing, and I'm comparing it from when I was younger as a teenager. Okay. And we, Me and Kalina kind of had these conversations before where we would go out in the world and buy physical CDs, vinyls, because we would collect. And we just, that process of how you're going to waste, not waste, how are you going to use your money yeah. and what you're going to buy was very intimate to us because we didn't have a lot of resources and we didn't have streaming or anything. So yeah. that $15 to get that ODB album I had to really make sure I fucked with that ODB album before I bought it, right? So now it seems like it's almost instant. I have to get that dope Ease. That's one week, but then I'm done with it because the next week is a whole other thing and it doesn't allow for a lot of like just sitting with the content. And now yeah. I'm worried that brothers and cats and people that we listen to are dropping four or five albums a year just oversaturate to oversaturate yeah. and then they're not here like i need a break from people is that something you're aware of when you're trying to make music but also make sure you're able to eat because i would imagine that's a yeah. you know eat money as well
2: yeah yeah uh see man i'm, I'm real how do i say it? i'm very i'm very concerned about my legacy too like i don't want to have duds Really, on I'm not saying none of the people drop duds, but I take a long time with my music. So once I put it out, I'm 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 fine with it. You know what I'm saying? And if you listen, you could if you listen, you can tell it takes a long time the way I put things together for us. You know, arrangement and the cohesiveness. Uh, if I get if I do three projects in one year, that'd be a, a a lot for me. You know what I'm saying? And I got the music, but I just I feel like people just need, like you say, man. I remember going to that thing on record store. And getting that CD, and I would listen to that CD for two, three months straight. Wow.
1: Wow. Oh,
2: <laughs> my gosh. And or even
1: longer. Like, yeah. Even yeah. longer because these people would not drop projects. Right. Maybe once a year. Maybe, yeah. okay. Yeah. Once a year, you look yeah. forward to yeah. something like next year. But yeah. damn, three albums in a year. Oh, my Lord. Four, five, six. You're killing me. You're killing me.
2: Yeah, it's, and then I remember like it was we was all me and my homies like man Jay Z drops an album once a year for like five years or something and it's like yo okay it was anticipation then but if you I feel like if you are always in a face you don't got, you don't give them nothing to miss you know what I'm saying so I, I'm very conscious of that and I, I'm not forced the eating and the money part yeah you know more output will equal more money but in the long run you can, you can burn yourself out and then you know you start seeing a decline in your your sales and and everything. Like, yo, you can't have these bands buying seven CDs at $30 a goddamn year. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, this is a little
1: ridiculous. You know what I'm saying?
2: So uh, I'm very conscious of that. And I try to, uh when I do a rollout, I really, I have a, I'm have going to have some merch. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be, you know, high quality. But after that, man, I'm going to go back and get in the lab and, you know, I, I, I charge people for verses. So I make money living like that too. So, you know.
0: That's it, man. One of the things I love about the way you roll things out is your visuals. You have one of the sickest logos out there, (laughs) the the cocaine skull thing that I cannot actually buy because I work with youth. So I'm like, I'm going to wear this shirt in public with four kids. Like, That's a lot of issues I have with merch. It's like, guys, if you put guns in your shirt, I'll I'll buy it. But I got kids, so I can't be rocking it. And I work with yeah. kids, so I can't rock it yeah. there either. Like, let's come, make a make one for me specifically, like a child friendly, yeah, make an adult a, friendly one, <laughs> like adult friendly one, like like yeah. Daddy, why you have a cocaine yeah. skull head on your shirt? Yeah. Well, you know, you know, yeah. cocaine's a hell of a drug, daughter of mine. Yeah. You know, like what do you, you know? What are you gonna do? So, <laughs> so, but how did that logo? I'm always fascinated. Me, me and Kalina love the whole package of how people present music like that. We, we really value that the artwork, the, the, the videos, any snippets, anything that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How did that logo come to be the central part of your brand?
2: Man. So I was coming up with part two. I was getting the songs together for part two. And, uh, I just, I, I literally Googled cocaine. And then, like, maybe after six searches, I seen a scar. I say, man, what if I could make this scur just a cocaine scur? I wish I could show you the original one, but I had to tweak. But I just, you know, I just wanted to do... I, I didn't know it was going to take off like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this is just God, you know? Like, the the the, the, the has been received and that logo. Like, that logo is, is... I was just at Macy's, and all I see is scurs on clothes now. It's like crazy. So, you know, maybe I caught... Got lucky and caught a win of uh, skulls. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, I
1: don't know. Maybe, it's just, maybe it just works for you and what you're doing. Yeah, it just works. That's yeah. all I know. All I know is that it works for it. you. Yeah. I ain't worried about any other skull. But.
2: Yeah, yeah. Man, man. like, I, I got to do it. I, I'm stuck with the skull for now, forever now with this. If I ever do part four, which I don't know if I'm going to do, yeah, it's got to be a skull.
0: <laughs> One of the interesting projects you had last year was your collaboration with Water. Yeah. Uh, water from out of Chicago. Yeah, out of yeah. Chicago. Uh, yeah. bulls and pistons. We I had yes. water on the show. Great dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, had a Good dope brother. project, uh dispensary uh oh, yeah. with uh Farmer Beats, who I thought mm-hmm. was on that project was out his freaking mind with the yeah. samples he was using and yeah. I don't know. I think that guy does drugs when he does beats because that's the only <laughs> thing that makes sense to me. He's on LSD <laughs> or something. Farmer, right, can you right. confirm that? <laughs> can you can you confirm that for me, Pharma? I love Pharma. Um, man, that's that project was an interesting project. How did that yep. collaboration come to be? Because I'm a big fan of Water too. Yeah. And I see nice things coming for him as well.
2: Uh so my homie uh Il Brown, producer that I met uh through Team Backpack. Uh we were sending me beats and he's like, man, you gotta check out this guy named Water, man. I think y'all would be dope doing a project together. And I heard Water, I'm like, yo, this guy is he's sharp. His pen is sharp, his his word selection is sharp. So, you know, it was after that we chopped it up on the phone a few times. I'm like, yo, let's start we recorded about twenty songs and just put like ten of them out. And uh, you know, that's my guy, man. We already working on part two. We're about to start part two.
0: Oh, that's dope. You have Bulls and Pistons, so I would imagine a lot of discussions about NBA and ball. Yeah. So let, let's lay it down right here. I have growing up was always I always had Rodman as my dude. Jordan was no. always my dude, but Rodman is like more of my personality. Like, I'm gonna yeah. do the dirty work. I don't care if I get in trouble. I don't care <laughs> if I fend. I'm gonna do the dirty work. Yeah. What player was your style? Who was like the player, like, that's my style? And Kalina, you're gonna have to answer too with your basketball hat.
2: You not just talking about from the Pistons. You're and anybody. Even well, oh, on
0: New York, I didn't really fuck with New York. I was a Chicago Bulls fan diehard.
2: Yeah, uh, it was it's easy for me. It was Penny Hardaway, man. Ooh. I was a Penny Hardaway fan. Yeah, I got a hundred of his basketball cards still, man. Uh, I watched him at Memphis, man, and I was I played played a little basketball, and I was watching him at Memphis, and he was like one of the first people we've seen since Magic at six seven handle the ball like that, point guard. So you know, I, I fell in love with Penny. Penny's my favorite player of all times.
0: Khalil, who's your favorite? I have an idea, but historically, you have
1: an idea. Yeah, I don't think that you
0: have an
1: idea. I doubt that you have an idea. <laughs> man, I, said, I mean, kid. I couldn't honestly. I couldn't give you one. Man, I was, I was, I was a tomboy. I liked everybody. I, liked who I, liked. There I, I like There were certain teams. Yeah, you know,
0: I was. I like certain teams a lot. Like, I love that Sonic team with Camp and Peyton. I love that team. Yeah, I love yeah. the Indiana team with the Davis brothers. I love that kind of basketball. The Davis brothers title. <laughs> you like box rivals basketball. That's oh hell yeah. Basketball. Let's fight. <laughs> when they got in the, when the Knicks guy paint and pushed the guy in the floor, I'm like, yes, yeah. that's yeah. what I want. Push him on the floor yeah. and fight. That's what I want. Not fight for real, man. but that kind I of, like, of them, I
2: seen some of them Pistons games as a kid, man. Me too. Yeah. It was it was like prison ball, man. It, like, I, loved you know,
0: I loved it. I love it. Not I, saying I, it's not because I'm really excited about this season so far, but yeah. um but man, I I miss my blood. I I that was it was a good it's time. It's man. It's off yeah, It's nine. a so different game. It's okay. But, and I so, love Indiana. Yeah, this makes you value uh,
2: Patrick Beverly the way he played. Yes, you know I man? love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. remind me he he might have been on the Pistons as a kid. We don't know it. That's how he played.
0: Yeah. When mm-hmm. I play, I talk a lot of shit and I'm trying yeah. to get you mad. I don't care if you swing yeah. at me. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, so <laughs> I enjoy that brand of, bad. I'm not saying I'm winning the fight. So let's get this. Way. I'm getting fucked up. I'm getting yeah. knocked out, but I'm, yeah. you're going to have to fight me. That's, that's kind of right, like right, where right, I win right. is like most people just talk like, no, no. we're
1: definitely going to have to fight and I don't plan to lose. So we yeah. got to fight
0: it out. We're no, going to no. have to. Yeah. I, I might lose, but you're going to have to fight me. That's just kind of the way I work. Most of the time, Sir Love Day is with me, so I'm okay. Um, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Um, c- cocaine. Um, no cosine Just Cocaine is out now. Is there any yeah. track that really stands out to you? Like, man, that's the one I really, boom, I got that one good. Because I really like uh, the one you did with Flea Lord. I want to yeah. say. Flea Lord. Yeah. Flea Lord. yeah. He that's has Flea such a wonderful bounce to his style yeah complimented yeah. yours very well is there a track that really stands out to you like that's the one you're really really uh proud of
2: yeah the uh no receipt no return joint man the first verse is very that i mean i don't know my pen was just in a good mood that day man that that first verse is me for real like every bit of it like even the part about me saying i was hustling for three days and i know i stink that is the truth you know what i'm saying so it was it, that that first verse that whole song it then. The way the beat switched up and Bozak was like, Man, I was like, Man, can we just take the the beat switched up. I didn't want the beat to switch up. He's like, No man, go ahead and do it like that. And I don't you know, it's the first time I listen to a producer really. I don't they normally give me the beat and I do what I want. He's like, No man, do do that and it was I'm glad I did, because it made me do a different flow. Uh so yeah, no receipt, no return. I just shot the video for it yesterday too, so I'd to be on the way. That's good. We usually
1: look for I usually look forward to the video part yeah. because it's so important to yeah. people's projects Projects don't get enough uh, recognition without the visuals and you know a lot of people yeah. they put out projects and then they have one visual and then that's it and it's like it, it's so disappointing because growing yeah. up you're used to seeing videos from people so it's like come oh, go it, on, it's, it's crazy oh,
2: with the videos because it's you don't really it's hard to see the return on the investment of paying for the video you know so, I, I understand it, but at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm about the legacy, so I want to make sure I have a good visual and for this whole project, so when I look back, i like, I did that right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, I, I think visuals are still important, it shows character I mean, and, you know, personality of, of artists, too.
1: Yeah, and uh, with that being said, you know, what do you look forward to in the future? Who do you want to work with? This producer was, I mean, you work with certain producers at this point, but... Moving yeah. forward, is there any anybody you have in mind like, oh, you know, I really gotta I gotta work with this person or I wanna work with yeah. this. Uh it's
2: it's too offhand for sure. Uh me and Big, me and Big Ghost have been talking. We might try to lock in something like a spin-off of the cocaine. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, but it's already said now. <laughs> it's all we
0: good. get we get edited
2: yeah. out. No, no, you good, you good, you good. And uh V Dine, V Dine, them two there. Yeah. I mean, outside of the obvious greats like, you know, Alchemists and Mugs, Big big goals, you know what I'm saying? Them the two I would like to work with, right? If if possible,
0: let's let's make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Somehow I have a feeling we can have that. I've
2: been talking to two, both of the guys. So you know, if if the universe connected, will
1: that's right? Mm
0: -hmm. V Don's like literally like anytime I go to work, I know V Don's around somewhere because I'm always around that area. I I know there's like a lot of rappers all over where I I work all the time and. I'm gonna start documenting this, but I have a lunch 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 time with a lot of them. Like, what are yeah. you doing? I'm on my way. That's how it's it's weird how New York City for me is like a central hub with everybody, and it's kind of weird to sometimes yeah. sit down and be in places with them. But yeah. I don't really enjoy it because it's like that's always been what I wanted to do. Saying that,
1: yeah. Plus, if you're tuned in. If you're tuned in, though, you're gonna you're gonna notice what other people are really doing and how they do things. So you know, he's around. Um, yeah. he's working so people people notice things. yeah people yeah. notice
0: hey, if uh, anyone's around in Boston March 23rd no March 21st 21st yeah. in Boston over at the Middle East is going to be Danielson Riggs Mooch Aldavino Estinac um Mav Rome Streets and I'm sure I'm forgetting other people yeah the fuck you mean podcast will be there. Money Miz, Lukey Cage, Fresh Aloud podcast will be there. Myself, Sir Loveday. We're trying to get clean out there. Um, yeah. But she's in Miami, so she's there in spirit. I, I,
2: I think, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna fly out too.
0: So but you'll be there. I'll be I there. I'm gonna be there Friday night getting zooted. I don't get zooted, but I'm getting zooted on Friday. So someone come record that and 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 let's document that experience. Um, and then come check out. Come come find me over there at the Middle East. Come say hi. Come support the artists. Come bring money and support the artists. Uh, bring your vinyls go get that shit signed. Whatever. Come a good show. Leave your guns at home. God damn it. Don't do what they did in Toronto. Leave that shit there. Yeah. Come in peace. Or else don't come at all. Come find yeah, me there. Yeah. Crush it out podcast. Cyrus, come to the show. Hit the links below. Go check out. No co-signs. Just cocaine. Number three. Check out the back catalog. We are co-signing this. One of the best projects in the last couple of months. Go check it out. Ty, Kalina, as always, catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.